Caleb Thompson, welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, brother? C.L., it's always great to be talking to you. I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastically well, man. Well, chalk one up for our side in Ohio. Give us the yes, outcome sir. of that. And and how did we win this thing? How did we how did it win? Yeah, no, for sure. CL, CL. So I know we talked last week here on this show, and I know you and I have been talking privately over the last few weeks about you know how Ohio was going to be the momentum. It was going to show the direction of where the Republican Party was heading in the 2022 midterms, and it was going to kind of you know cast a narrative to see you know for all of our 50 states how the Republicans are going to turn out heading into this crucial, crucial election we have this November where Republicans are going to flip not only Congress, but the Senate. And so, you know, CL, I will tell you, in Ohio, we had the highest number of GOP ballots cast in a midterm election in over two decades. So that means we had over 1 million Republicans who turned out to vote last Tuesday for the statewide elections in Ohio. In comparison, the Democrats had their lowest Democrat ballot cast in two decades themselves. So they only had roughly 510,000 people vote to our 1 million that turned out in the primary. So that just goes to show you that in, you know, early May, months before the November election, you know, kind of a direction of where these midterms are heading, we had two to one voters turn out on the Republican side for what the Democrats did. Uh, coming out to vote so if that shows you any indication of where this november is wow. you know caleb those are awesome figures it, are that is that an indication of christmas is to come and what's the formula that was used and is that a national formula that republicans should really embrace talk to us you know what i think honestly voters you know in ohio and across the country they're looking for they're looking for leadership right now i think you know you're seeing right now under the biden administration a lot of people feeling like they are not represented you know you you go to the gas pump you know i, I know we were talking the other day if you go to the gas station right across the street from my apartment uh it gas is over five dollars you've got states like california and new york where you're at seven eight dollars a gallon people people that's hurting everybody's wallets you know we've got inflation soaring the fed is doing whatever in the world they're doing congress we've still got members of congress who are you know voting proxy and you know claiming that it's because of covid but having fundraisers at the same time and i think you know you see a lot of people who feel that they are they're underrepresented they don't like the direction of where this country's heading and they're looking for candidates with strong policy answers and they're looking for some change and you know, a lot of the Republicans right now are offering that new direction. And, you know, under a Republican, not only at Congress, but in 24, when we take back the White House, you're seeing a lot of people who are finally going to be represented again. And you're going to see some positive change in this country because we cannot afford to have, you know, another two years, another four years of what is currently going on. So it is critical that all Republicans get out to vote, you know, this November. And I think Ohio was a clear distinction. I know you and I can talk here in a few minutes about you know, who won and, you know, what the breakdown was of that election. But I just think on a national standpoint, it is crucial that, you know, we get some Republicans elected yeah. and, you know, we're going to have 30, 40 seats that we flip back this November. And it is going to be, you know, that election night party, you know, in the next couple of months, <laughs> is going to be, going to be critical. Oh, you and I are going to have a good time in, in November, but, you know, it is just going to be, you know, I predict sweeps across the nation and, you know, you know, just a little bit on a different note, I know you and I hadn't been talking too much about school board races, but if you see what happened in Texas over this past weekend, we had about a dozen or so pro 
parent right. So we've got parental right advocates who ran for school board in Texas. The election was Saturday and Sunday this past weekend. You know, we have anti-CRT candidates, you know, parents who believe in transparency back in the classroom. And we had over a dozen of these candidates win in Texas. They flipped seats. They took out incumbents. And, you know, we're seeing the momentum, you know, in Texas on the local level to, you know, what you and I are going to talk in a moment about in Ohio. We, You know, we're seeing this momentum nationwide. And it's, but you, know, you know, it's incredible to see. You know what, Caleb, when I look at uh, the boots on the ground that Freedom Works puts yes. there and you talk about uh, the, the people not being as engaged or as informed, is that why? Freedom Works puts boots on the ground in places like Ohio and key battleground states like Arizona. Oh, 100%. And, and, and is yeah, that no, what, tell us about that. 100% CL. And, so, you know, CL for you know the voters listening, CL and I traveled to Ohio back in March for a Senate forum that we did for this election. And we could talk about that, you know, here in a few minutes. But, you know, Freedom Works believes in grassroots. We believe in real grassroots. So, you know, what does that mean? That means that we are... You know, we're not only promoting candidates who are going to deliver these conservative values, you know, once they get to office, but, you know, CL talk is cheap. And, you know, a lot of people can talk the talk. They can, you know, they can put out tweets. They can put out Facebook posts. But, you know, at FreedomWorks, we're out there, you know, we're training people. I know in North Dakota, you know, last Thursday, we had staff who traveled out to North Dakota. And we, we hands-on trained about 15 different school board and state legislature candidates. You know, talk to them about how to talk to the media. Talk to them about how to knock on doors. So, you know, at FreedomWorks, we're not only, you know, putting out the videos and putting out the Facebook and the Twitter and whatnot, but we are actually, you know, traveling state to state, especially in these battleground districts. And we are, you know, we're knocking on the doors. We're having those events. We're firing up these activists, you know, not only because, you know, it's important to get people out to vote. And a lot of people are, you know, not educated in, you know, who's running for office, but we want to give, you know, we want to give these parents their voice back. We want to give, you know, we want to give back local legislatures who actually deliver results for the people who voted for them. So we're out knocking on doors. We're out promoting candidates who are actually going to do what they say they did during the campaign. Once Absolutely. They went. And folks, we encourage you to go to freedomworks.org and become a part of a movement that is building, yes. educating and mobilizing the largest network of grassroots activists in America. Freedomworks.org. Caleb, tell us about the man who won that Senate race there in Ohio. Yes, 100%. So we had we had J.B. Vance, who won the U.S. Senate race in Ohio. You know, CL, I'll tell you, that was, that was probably one of the most contested and most expensive elections in, you know, I want to say Senate campaign history, but I know for sure it was Ohio. I mean, that was, it was a long, brutal election for the last, you know, the last year and a half. So we had... You know, we had conservative author and veteran himself, J.D. Vance, who won that Senate seat. You know, CL, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, you and I, we, we've mentioned that we had a Senate forum that we did back in March. And, you know, these debates and these forums provided a format for Ohioans to hear directly from the candidates on their policy differences and, you know, everything that they had to offer, you know, pending that they won the, the nomination. And, you know, CL, I do have a, I have a quote from a Politico article here 
that I want to read out to the people who are listening right now that it's been reported that President Trump listened to our debate that we had from Freedom Works back in March. So I'm going to read this statement from Politico. Uh, and you know, for those who aren't listening, President Trump ended up endorsing J.D. Vance, who did win this nomination. And, you know, Politico reports that for Trump, and this is in the words of Politico, said it was Vance's performance in the debates that led the former president to endorse his one-time critic. It says Trump had met with Mandel, an investment banker, Mike Gibbons, among other candidates in the field, but was repulsed when he was shown a clip of the two nearly coming to blows in a March forum, which CL, you and I saw that live where two candidates almost came to a blow. But, you know, to have the former president watch the debate that we hosted, and I'm sure he watched other debates throughout Ohio, I think, you know, it just goes to show the importance of not only, you know, Freedom Works. We had 600 people in attendance that night, but, you know, it goes to show that grassroots activism of people, you know, who we are getting out engaged with these elections. And, you know, we had President Trump watch that. It looks like that debate had a clear and, you know, distinct impact on who he endorsed. And, you know, I wanted to go over, we had a couple different polls that Freedom Works did. We had, we had a straw poll that we did the night of the forum, you know, CL that you and I talked about, where we had about 400 people who were just in that crowd. We gave them about five minutes to, you know, go cast their ballot, who they thought did the best that night. And, you know, amongst that crowd, we had about 400 people vote. And the winner of that straw poll the night of was, it was J.D. Vance, who did again win the nomination. He got 43.1% of the audience to say that, you know, he did the best that night. He had the best vision, the best policies for Ohio. And then, you know, about two weeks later down the road, CL Freedom Works did another poll where we sent out survey data to all of our activists in Ohio. Um, so, again, this went out to Freedom Works activists across Ohio, just kind of, you know, getting an idea for what they, you know, what they wanted in a U.S. senator, who they thought was the best. And again, with a resounding victory, J.D. Vance won that poll about two weeks after the March 18th forum. Um, and he won over 35% of that poll, which was, you know, in comparison to his, you know, the closest opponent to him, that was 10% higher. And, you know, I think what this goes to show is, you know, if you look at how the election turned out, you know, over a million Republicans came out to vote um, and only 500,000 Democrats came out to vote. You know, J.D. Vance, who, you know, when he got into the race, a lot of people thought, you know, he got in as the underdog. He was, you know, he was the author. You know, a lot of people have, you know, watched and read the book and the movie Hillbilly Elegy um, when that came out back in 2016. But, you know, if you hadn't re read Hillbilly Elegy, you know, you weren't from Appalachia, Ohio. A lot of people didn't know, you know, who J.D. Vance was other than, you know, if you know, you've seen him on Tucker at nighttime or, you know, you've watched him on the news and, you know, he came into the race. He was, you know, kind of that, that outsider conservative candidate who, you know, had a fresh vision and, you know, a lot of people didn't expect him to win. But if you look at it, he beat, you know, Josh Mandel, who was a former statewide elected official who, you know, had the name ID across the state. And he ended up beating Mandel by almost 10 points. That's amazing. Uh, and, you know, that is JD absolutely Vance, amazing. He, it is Incredible. And, and you know what? Uh, what you have described is the fact that Freedom Works has its fingers on the pulse of what's yes. going on in various states. Why? Because we are in various states, even North Dakota, as yes. you you mentioned. And so, so uh, give us a, 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 a vision of uh, what happens next, both in Ohio and what must we do with this formula that wanted yes. in Ohio. Talk to us about that. Right. And I know I think a lot of what's on the mind of conservatives right now, we've got, 
you know, there's different branches of conservatives right now. You've got, you know, a lot of the party that supports the former president, uh, President Trump, and, you know, any of his future endeavors and the candidates he supports. And, you know, I think you see that here in Ohio where, you know, J.D. Vance was pulling at 11% at the week of April 10th. And then, you know, two weeks after, Trump had, you know, he had an endorsement for J.D. Vance. He had a rally in Ohio for J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance ended up soaring up to 26% in the polls, a 15% jump, and ended up securing that nomination. So I think, you know, we're going to see a lot of, you know, President Trump's involvement. And, you know, I think it's going to show that President Trump's, you know, his movement, his America First agenda is still soundly resonating, you know, with people across the country. And, you know, more than more than ever, I'd say, you know, this is almost like, you know, 2016 again. You know, you are people are sick and tired of the establishment insiders. And they are looking, you know, for candidates like who President Trump is supporting, you know, to get out and to, you know, break up that establishment. But I think you talk about, you know, not only Ohio, but across the country, you know, we're, we need to unite the party. I, I'm constantly telling people in Ohio since last Tuesday that all of the Republicans, you know, whether you voted for J.D. Vance or not, we need to all get out to vote this November in support of our Republican nominee, who is J.D. Vance. And I think we're looking at that in all states, whether that's, you know, in North Dakota, like we talked about how, you know, Freedom Works had boots on the ground training there last week. I know we had an event uh, with the Hispanic Grassroots Alliance here at Freedom Works, uh, who we have a, a Spanish-speaking coalition here at the company. We had over 75 activists for Cinco de Mayo last week in Vero Beach, Florida. You know, our grassroots team that was led up by Victor, who yeah. you know went down to Florida last yeah. week. So, I, was I, there. Think you were, I spoke you were to that there. crowd. I spoke to that crowd. Let me tell you, man. Uh, our Hispanic uh, coalition in Florida and Victor did a fantastic job of putting that together. And yes. uh, condolences to him and the loss of his grandmother, Abuela, uh, his abuela uh, there. Uh, in, uh, in, and I thank him for that, though. But, yeah, you're right, Caleb, yep. the Hispanic coalition. And, and just how important is it to reach across uh, these lines and show that there is a huge umbrella uh, on the on, on the conservative, yes. the fiscal conservative side of this ledger, how important is that? Is that what is that you what know, Freedom Works is about as well? A hundred percent, CL. I think you know it is time that you know we are we're, we're stepping away right now from the partisan norms. We're stepping away from you know titles of you know you're Republican, you're Democrat, you're this, you're that. You know we're seeing a lot of states where independents are leading voter registration numbers. We're seeing states that are you know going away from that party label, and I think a lot of people are voting based off of policy right now. They are voting based off of results and what they want to see happen. And I think you know CL, it is you know here at Freedom Works, we are constantly advocating for you know fiscal conservatism and candidates who you know shrink the size of government and candidates who are you know pro-freedom uh, anti-mandate you know putting parents rights back in the classroom and I, you know i think if you look at that nationwide i think you're going to see a lot of democrats you're going to see a lot of those you know moderates and those independents they're going to get out and they're going to vote Republican this November because they are, you know, they're sick and tired of the indoctrination in the classroom. They're sick and tired of, you know, their gas prices being seven, eight dollars a gallon. And I think, you know, CL with, you know, the power of boots on the ground here at Freedom Works and, you know, getting out and talking to those voters in their community at the door from, you know, all walks of life all ethnicities, you know, across the country, we are going to see record, record grassroots turnout. And we're going to see first-time candidates, you know, like J.D. Vance, who take out establishment. They take out candidates who have name ID, you know, and we're going to see outsiders like J.D. Vance in Ohio and, you know, coalitions like in Texas and our Hispanic group in Florida who, you know, all of these first-time candidates and these 
brand new visions and policies, they get elected to office. And we're going to see some real change come January of next year. I really believe it. And I tell you what, Caleb, your enthusiasm is absolutely <laughs> infectious. Folks, let Thank me tell you, you, go to FreedomWorks, freedomworks.org. Become an activist. Help us build, educate, mobilize the largest network of grassroots activists in the nation. Caleb, brother, thank you. Thank you for being on with me. And uh, tell all the folks up there, I said hi. I'll see you in one of those fly-ins here pretty soon. Hey, CL, I expect to see you the next one in a couple weeks. God bless you. Talk (laughs) to you soon. See you, brother.